welcome to Thrive in Design, a podcast about making money and beautiful interiors as it relates to product-based businesses in the interior design industry. Each week, we'll discuss innovative strategies on how to approach product development and design sales in a shifting market. I'm your host, Nicole Lachey-Ben. Welcome back for another episode of the Thrive and Design podcast. We are almost halfway through the season at episode five, and I'm so excited to have you here listening. I hope you're enjoying the season thus far. So far, we have talked about keys to thriving in design, how interior products can build a loyal client base. We had an amazing guest named Jenner Weiner and talked about embracing the new normal in 2023. So speaking of the new normal, today we are going to talk about one of the ways that interior product companies can start or continue to embrace this new normal, which is through social selling. So that's the focus of today's episode, social selling, and this will serve as an intro to social selling, for lack of better words. We'll talk about what it is, why it's beneficial, and we'll start to break down a few steps that you can take to start implementing social selling into your sales strategy. But before that, I have one thing I want to share with you. So on episode two of this season, I made a special announcement that I published a workbook slash planner of sorts called The Ultimate Guide to A&D Sales. And it's a 90-day planner that I made specifically for architecture and design sales representatives to help them plan out their week, land specifications, and exceed their sales goals. So I got the first testimonial back for the planner and I'm super excited and I just wanted to take a moment to share it with you here. So the testimonial is from Rachel Brewster, who is an architectural sales rep at Consolidated Brick. And Rachel says, thank you so much for sending your workbook. I found it really thoughtful and structured for a job position that tends to be so unstructured. I found the map step especially helpful as a quarter ahead overview I find that in our busy roles as sales reps, I tend to be all over the place and find the quarter running me as opposed to running the quarter. Mapping it out ahead of time with CEU goals, trade shows, and events will better equip me to make architects and designers aware of our brand while managing and maintaining project meetings. Including marketing and social media content in the planning makes maintenance of those things that much easier through the quarter. I also like the plan your week guide with specific thought given to how we are making designers aware, consulting on projects, and executing the sales. Incorporating all three steps in a day encourages me to not solely focus on one facet of my work and focuses in on how I can work in all three through the many projects I work on. I highly recommend this guide to any architectural or interior design product company to distribute to their sales staff to keep momentum going in all facets of our daily work. Ace the Journey is the answer for A&D reps to thrive. Thank you, Nicole. I'm showing your guide at our next quarterly meeting as I think it would be a great guide for some of our new hires as well. So that was Rachel Brewster's testimonial about the ultimate guide to A&D sales. And she actually wrote a much longer testimonial than that, and I actually cut it down so that you guys could just hear a snippet of it. I was really excited about that. So if you're interested in checking out the ultimate guide to A&D sales, 
just go ahead and head to thriveindesign.co slash brand dash reps. Okay, so let's get into the topic today of social selling. So when it comes to social selling, especially for interior product companies, I've actually heard a few objections to adopting it as a part of a sales strategy. Some of those objections that I've heard is, I don't know how, or Nicole, can you just log into my account and do it for me? Or they'll say, a design firm is never going to follow me on social media, right? I've also heard, I hate social media, but I guess I will try. So those are the objections that are here, right? So if you can relate to that, you're like, you're right in those feelings. I empathize with you. But today, let's just break down what social selling is to demystify whatever it is that you've been objecting thus far. So let me tell you what it's not before I tell you what it is. Social selling is not social media marketing or social media advertising, right? So social media marketing is typically when you're using social media to sell or promote a brand, service, or product. Whereas social media advertising is similar to that, but it's a paid digital advertising. So you're using content through paid advertising on different social media platforms, right? So there's a platform out there called Hootsuite. I've used it over the years. And Hootsuite basically allows you to schedule different content on different social media platforms. And I found this quote from a blog post on Hootsuite that said, social selling is using a brand's social media channels to connect with prospects, develop a connection with them, and engage with potential leads. The tactic can help businesses reach their sales targets. So it is using social media platforms to be very strategic. It's incorporating sales. It's building connections with prospects and engaging them. Now, the way that I teach social selling does incorporate a bit of the marketing part because it does incorporate using social media to promote a product, and in this case, interior products. And we're going to get into that a little bit today and in the next episode as well. But before I even go further, if you're listening to this and like what even qualifies as social media, let's dive into that real quick. Social media channels can be platforms like LinkedIn, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, and more, right? So whatever platform that you can really use in an online way to be social with other people. And sometimes people forget about LinkedIn. And even further dive into that, LinkedIn is a platform that we typically all use to build out our resumes, right? We put our professional resumes on there, our education, where we've worked in the past, where we work now. We might use it to connect with alumni from our colleges or other people in the industry. Instagram is that wonderful tool that started as like a picture sharing app and has more developed into a video sharing app with its reels and going live, sharing video content, and has leaned on the professional side of things, especially when it comes to content creation and how people connect there. TikTok, I can't even really elaborate on TikTok. I'm not an expert there. But Gen Z is really taking over in the TikTok there. And it's really short form video content. Facebook, as we all know, is the OG of the social media channels. And typically people are using it for like staying connected to family and friends and sharing personal life updates. But it also has a different side where you can have a business page, 
share content there and also use their ad manager to create digital advertising campaigns as well. So there are definitely more social media platforms out there that you can take some time to research. But those are the main ones that I'm aware of. So now that we've dived into what those social media channels are, let's go into a deeper dive of what social selling is. So I always can share different insights on what I think social selling is. But in this episode and in future episodes, I also want to take some time to include some research that I've done just to back up what I'm saying and to let you guys know that it's not just me making things up off the top of my head, but there are other reputable companies and entities that are implementing these things as well. One of them being one of those social media channels, LinkedIn. So I found a blog post on LinkedIn as well that breaks down the definition of social selling. And I wanted to take a moment to share that with you as well, because this captures it in way more depth than I could ever capture it in. So LinkedIn says that in a nutshell, social selling is a strategic method for sellers to connect and build relationships with prospects through social networks. In recent years, social selling has morphed into virtual selling as sellers are increasingly using sales technology and sales tech and not just social media to connect with buyers. Social selling and virtual selling allow salespeople to build trusted relationships, boost social credibility, and ultimately reach their sales goals. As technology and communication methods continue to advance and change, Connecting with potential customers in both B2B and B2C markets has replaced outdated selling tactics. These older sales tactics, like cold calling, lack the convenience and more personal nature of social and digital selling. Using your brand's social media channels and the sales tech stack to actively engage with prospects and develop a connection with them can help you reach your business's sales goals. So that ends the passage from LinkedIn. So on top of all of that, it's really just about using these tech tools or social media platforms to really reach the right buyers or clients or designers, what have you, with the right message at the right time and really equipping your sales team to build a brand for themselves and create authentic connections with people through an online platform, right? So A part of that passage that I just read from LinkedIn also talked about like outdated sales tactics. And that's important to recognize that there might be outdated sales tactics or what some might call traditional selling that can be juxtaposed against social selling, right? So we don't want to get rid of traditional selling overall. Really, it's just about how do we incorporate social selling and really transform traditional selling to be current with the times. So what even is traditional selling versus social selling? Let's go into examples of how some things might look. Traditional selling might look like having limited contacts or a book of business, and you might be buying lead lists or information about a certain company. Whereas social selling allows you to not have limitations on your book of business, whereas you can use professional networks or social media channels to connect with everybody, right? There's no limitation on who you can connect with. Traditional selling might look like having limited access 
to information. So say, for instance, traditional selling, you're going after an interior design firm and you really want them to spec your product, right? Traditional selling might look like looking up some information online or going by information that is in your CRM from previous reps and just basing your strategy off of that sort of information. Whereas social styling really focuses on the people behind that interior design company or the people that work for that interior design company using social media platforms to gain intelligence on them and discover insights on them and then leveraging that to build real connection. So those are some examples and I can really take probably an hour in itself to give different examples of traditional selling versus social selling. But we're going to talk about one real life example and how I applied social selling to building relationships with interior designers and leveraging that to actually sell interior products. Okay, so that was a breakdown of traditional selling versus social selling. So why is social selling important at all? Right. It is important for anyone in 2023 and beyond to really pay attention to a lot of companies. I wouldn't say a lot. A few companies over the years have been paying attention to this. But if the pandemic did not teach your company to really master social selling, now is the time to start paying attention to this. There's a book that I found called Social Selling Mastery by Jamie Shanks. And a short quote from The author says that today's buyers are engaging sales professionals much later in the buying process, but 74% of deals go to the sales professional who was first to engage the buyer and provide helpful insight. The sales community has realized the need for change. Top performers have already leveraged social selling as a means of engagement, but many more are stuck doing random acts of social, unsure of how to proceed. So there is a lot to be said in that quote, right? So 74% of deals go to the sales professional who was first to engage the buyer. So if the sales professional is using strategies like social selling to engage with the buyer or the designer much earlier in the design process and building in an authentic relationship, they will be the top performers, right? Research shows that. But it's important not to be doing these quote unquote, random acts of social. So just like posting every once in a while or maybe liking a client's picture or different things like that. It's important to be strategic in how you approach it. And in doing this, the main goal is to increase your sales, increase your revenue for your company, all which start with that specification. The goal of social selling and why it's so important for you to pay attention to it right now, because You want to be the company that stands out. Your sales team wants to be the sales team that stands out to reach and engage customers online, to provide value to them during their design process, to develop relationships, authentic relationships that lead to specifications. So this is why you're paying attention to social selling right now. So there is an art to it that I have found other than doing those random acts of social like I mentioned a moment ago. There's really an art to incorporating social selling into your sales strategy, especially in the interior design industry when it comes to interior product sales. So the first thing we're not going to do, I'm going to tell you a few things not to do, is go around on the internet or whatever social platform that you're choosing to spam people. Like we're not going to randomly message people, 
hey, I'm Nicole. I sell XYZ. Let's have a meeting. That's not what social selling is. Rather, we're aiming to build a personal brand for each sales professional and build relationships and offer value to our clients. So what does the art of this all look like? I tried to come up with a fancy acronym (laughs) to really break it down, but I couldn't find one word that really summarized what I wanted to do. So it's really just five steps that go into this art of social selling and how I have approached it over the past few years. So before I tell you guys the five steps, fun fact, I've been social selling probably for 15 years, probably more than that. However long Facebook has been out, that's how long I've been social selling. I've sold many of products and services through social media just by building relationships with people. I've held summits, online summits. I've sold products. I've sold services. I've sold ebooks, all the things. And I also have seen that the interior design industry has not fully embraced social selling even till this day. When the pandemic first hit, I was working for a specific company, interior product company, and I easily adapted to the remote work and selling to my clients remotely because I already had been doing social selling for years, right? So when other people were panicking, like, oh my gosh, how do I do Zoom? How do I get on social media? How do I connect with interior designers? It was easy for me to immediately pivot. I already knew how to apply what I knew to the industry. And so I continue to have success. I continue to meet my sales goals during this time. And the company that I was working for came to me and said, Nicole, what is it that you're doing? We see that you're doing something different. Can you help us? And I actually started a very small mini course. I created a very small mini course for the sales team at that company for close to 100 sales reps across the country. And I gave them a mini course of how to use different tools to like record video, to engage their clients, and then ultimately continue getting specifications and close sales. So from all of this experience in using social selling before, I even applied it to the interiors industry and then having the opportunity to merge those two things together a few years ago, it all boils down to five steps. So let's get back to those five steps. So the first is, as you are social selling as an A&D rep, you really need to figure out what is your objective? What are you trying to accomplish? So that first step is set your objective. Your objective is really always to grow sales. And in our case, to get more specifications because that's where the sales come from. But you have to get specific. And I'll talk about this in the next episode of what your objective is for a specific campaign that you're doing, for specific content that you're creating, a specific way that you're engaging people online. The next step is to get people to follow you, right? So you could be creating lots of value online. You could be building your personal brand as an A&D rep online, but no one is actually looking at you. So how will you actually get people to follow you is the next step. And then actually getting them to follow you. The third part is engagement. And this is not getting engaged. This is actually engaging people through interactions. Maybe that's engaging in a conversation. Engaging can look like a lot of different things. And the next step is informing. So once you're engaging people in conversation or 
through some type of interaction online? How are you informing them? How are you letting your designers know what you actually offer, what's new, and offering them value in their design process and whatever stage they're in? If they're in the design stage, if they're in construction document stage, whatever stage they're in, whether it be VE stage, whatever stage they're in, how are you now informing them and offering them value? So after you go through setting your objective, getting people to actually follow you, getting them to engage with you, informing them and giving them value, then it's time for an ask. That's the last part, an ask. After you do all of those things through social selling, then it's time to get down to the nitty gritty, I guess, and ask for a project meeting, ask for a presentation, ask for a spot in their trade show, ask for the specification, ask for the sale. So those are the steps that you're going to go through in the art of the social selling, as I like to call it. So I know that was super general, but in the next episode, I'll break down one example of how I apply those five steps of social selling to engaging with designers. So I hope that was helpful in giving you all a brief overview of what social selling is, why it's important to you now, and how you can start to think about it in a few steps. And remember, this is specifically for the A&D sales reps on your sales team at an interior product company to start thinking about how they can start engaging clients through social selling and ultimately increase their specifications and increase sales. So if this was helpful to you, I want to hear from you. Send me a message at hello at nicolashay.com. That's my email address. I would love to hear your thoughts, any challenges that you're having, and work with you through them as you're applying social selling to your sales strategy for your interior product company. That was a mouthful. But yes, thank you for listening. And I look forward to sharing more with you in the next episode. Thanks for joining us this week on Thrive in Design. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at Thrive in Design. And for more strategies on how your product company can innovate in the interior design industry, head to training.thriveindesign.co. As always, subscribe to the show to catch every new episode and leave us a review so we can continue to create captivating content. See you next week.